Welcome, everybody. This is the uh, second fireside chat that we're doing with Cyan, Judy Carroll, and myself. Without a fire. Without a fire. <laughs> uh, and it's going to be based around craft, uh, our experiences on craft as uh, in our natural form as well as human, uh, and what sort of contact we also have with the races while on craft and what we've seen. So, well, when, you, when you've been on craft and you know, the... We're going to be talking about us on craft today. That's the main, mm. the main sort of conversation. Um, so, when you've been on craft, what what's been your experiences? So, we'll, you know, we could all go through and talk about different things. I guess, like yeah. you know, you're just talking about a download. Have you had downloads on craft? Yes. Oh, yes. Um, most of my downloads have actually happened when I've been down here. When I'm up on the craft, I'm working, um, and so so deeply into my zeta gray thing you know i sort of don't think oh wow i'm here on a ship i'm just okay i'm working bottom line um but when i get the downloads i tend to be more down here yeah um but yeah, yeah. And i have as well i've been i've uh, i've had some downloads but some of them are more significant than others like they may be like a, a one-time download that happens in one second then it's just a ton of information yeah, uh, yeah. symbols well, the other one is, is while you're writing a book or something, yes, yes, given a whole lot of information as you as you're writing, and then you look um, at what you've written and you go, "I didn't write that. That was yeah, they wrote that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get that with my books when I go back and read them. It's oh my goodness, where did that come from? Yeah. You know, I cannot remember writing it. Yeah, the Cedars actually yeah, told us not to change any of their words in any of the books because. Yeah. Every time a person reads those lines, if the energy will shift the information for, for the person. Yes. Mm. I've been told that too. And, in fact, I had a funny experience when I was writing one of my books. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, the computer cursor froze on me. Mm. And I could not work out what's going on. You know, it never happened before. Mm. And all of a sudden I went back and I read what I'd written and I thought, I know what it is. They don't like the way I've worded that. Yeah. So I went back and changed it and fire and it flowed like anything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they sure do let you know. <laughs> um, I was just trying to remember. Um I not I mean I haven't really sat down to write any books, so I haven't had that. Maybe that will come, I don't know. But I've certainly um had answers to questions given as a instant everything you want to know about that question in a yeah. less than a split second and yeah. for that less than a split second it makes absolute perfect sense i understand exactly yes. everything and yet yeah. when you then try to explain what you've just heard or understood yeah. you can't <laughs> yeah there's, there's <laughs> not the words yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think what it is is it's because they communicate telepathically um, like I never, oh, once or twice I've heard a voice in my head, but it's not like that. They just drop an image into your mind. Yeah. Um, and, and you know exactly what it is. And the image yeah. contains the full explanation. Mm. But, yes. But you're yes. not hearing the words spoken. It's just somehow embedded into the imagery that's been placed into yeah. your mind. Yeah, that's because it's yeah. compressed. Yes. It's very clever. The information is compressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then when it goes into your consciousness, it can yep. expand out. It expands. Mm. And, and sometimes it can take weeks for that full expansion to come out. I've found that. 
You've been on crafters you, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 multiple. multiple. I'd say I've probably got about a 50-50 balance split between memories of being on board as, as me and then being yeah. on board as a as a Zeta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's over all the years, I don't know what the percentages are because I think in the beginning I may have had a lot more human to ET contact as a child mm. uh, and then even as a teenager and a young adult. And it's only as I've got older that it's moved to the other way where it's more in-body contact, you know, with, yeah. the, with the race. Yes, um, yes, yes. I think it's, for me, it, it may be because um, I caught them out. That was the thing. So mm -hmm. I know that sounds a bit funny, but... When they, I woke up and they was, the three of them were standing over the top of me once and I said to me, don't, said to them, don't, don't black me out. From that yeah. moment on, I've always had a different type of contact. Right, uh, right. What about you? Um, I, I would agree that there was definitely a point where it changed and I think for me that's when... Um, I think I mentioned last time, you remember I said they elevated me off the bed and spun me round and... Yes. Yeah, because I, I, I think that was some sort of a test to see how strong my mind was. Mm. And right, yeah. through all that horrendous fear, I managed in my mind to ask, say hello, literally just the word hello and can I see you. I managed to kind of elevate myself above that by yeah. a tiny fraction. <laughs> have you, have you <laughs> ever experienced that, Judy? Like, have you mm. ever that experience the fear of them coming into the house or? Oh, look, as a child, I was terrified. I would not yeah. go to bed on my own. Um, and it was all always that someone was going to come into the house and take me. That yeah. was a, a whole thing. My whole childhood was dominated by it. Um, and I didn't really get over until, until I was into my teens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about... But I know, uh, what about the other stuff that's associated with that, like faces in the windows? Yeah. Know, Having to, to have the curtains closed when it's night. Oh, yeah, yeah. With me, my horror was puppets. I think I mentioned in the last podcast we spoke, my mum had to block out a picture of a puppet in, in a, um, a storybook. Mm -hmm. There was another story, uh, picture she had to block out was of a cat's eye shining. In, it was hiding in a bush. You could just see these eyes. <laughs> and this terrified me. Yeah. Um, and even looking outside at night and seeing the lighted um, houses, like the lights behind the windows, and I used to call them window eyes, and that, it used to unnerve me a bit. I mean, I knew they were just houses with <laughs> lights in the windows, but I never yeah. felt quite comfortable. Exactly. Um, so it was an eye thing with me. But then once I started to lose my fear, I then became fascinated with them and I used to draw these eyes all over my school exercise books. Yeah. Heaven yeah. knows what the teachers thought of me, but yeah. I became fascinated by them. Yeah. I had a I pair of eyes. Drawing. I had a pair of eyes follow me around for nine months. Did you? Did it was you? horrendous, absolutely horrendous. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I had no idea what to do. Um, mm. It was terrifying. I was never afraid of eyes. I would. I was like you. I would draw them. Big yes. oval almond black eyes. Always. Yeah, the big oval ones. <laughs> That's right. Big oval eyes and um, triangles. That would be absolutely everywhere, all over my schoolwork, college work. Yeah. yeah. Work, every, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Here's the question. So, 
So you've gone from being totally terrified, we all were, mm. um, yeah. uh, to being on craft. So what yeah. was like your first experience? And we can all talk about this. What was your first experience actually in, in your natural state? In natural state. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to think back. The first really conscious one I had would have been in the 1990s mm. when I was up on the ship but they were putting an implant into my heart chakra. Right. Um, and I, I just felt totally comfortable. I was, I was lying there letting them do it. I, I might have been actually in human form. I can't even remember. I just mm. was aware of being there. Um, and they actually got me to pick something up, a fairly heavy item. Um, and I couldn't work out at the time. I thought, well, why, why are they asking me to do this? You know, they can levitate it. But then it occurred to me later, because the, chakra, uh, uh, the heart chakra had been affected, they wanted to make sure I was okay. Mm. Um, that I wasn't going to pass out or something. Yeah. Um, and then when it was time to go home and I had to leave the ship, I did that real pussycat star jump. You know, the way arms out, hands out, feet out. I did not want to leave. And I just put my arms up against the door and they were almost sort of trying to force me out. <laughs> you've got to go. You've got to go back. You've got to go back. And I started crying. I didn't want to go. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, interesting, yeah, been there, done that. You know, it's interesting just now when you talk about the implant and the chakra, um, they actually do a lot of etheric boundary shifts on hybrids as well. Mm. Those etheric okay. boundaries, but there's a real, there's a good reason for that. It's um, all about connection and, that, and it's a big subject. Um, I actually experienced myself as a Zeta nowhere near craft. That was the first thing that freaked me right out was sitting there um, doing some trance work and they said to me, you need to open your eyes, the, the beings, the Zetas. And when I opened my eyes, someone said that was watching me, your eyes are totally black. And when I looked down, I only had three fingers on my hand. They were really long. So I'd actually physically morphed into that and it was a bit, well, it was confronting. <laughs> don't, right, right. You know, I don't know why, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I reckon the first time I felt myself as my true self was in trance work with them as well. Um, but on craft, I think the first time I actually um, saw myself was. Um, oh, it's probably not that long ago, actually. Probably four four years ago, on okay. craft as a, actually as a zeta. Was that the time where you saw the planet outside the? It's with you. The portal, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I had a funny, I had a funny experience a few years ago. Um, I was getting up, like I was in bed asleep, and my astral form stood up off the bed, um, and I walked in front of the mirror in my room. And I saw myself in the mirror and I was still in human form, in my astral human form. Mm. And um, I'm sure you've experienced this when you're out of body and you look back at your body and you, and you think, oh, my God, ew, ew, do I look like that? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> mm. And then as I thought that, I started shifting into my grey form. And the feeling of relief was, was you know, it was, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, I... I started laughing then and I lost the whole thing. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah that, seeing myself in the mirror as a grey, and it was a huge relief, actually. Mm. 
and then of course that's that's the first time that you've done it and then the more you do it the, the more you you become more comfortable with it so um i don't know about you guys but i never wanted anything to do with extraterrestrials i couldn't stand it wouldn't talk about it didn't want to look at a picture of it nothing wow. so of course to then have that experience off craft you know where you sort of turn into an et um, yeah. We've got a picture of it as well. That's the thing. Is then um, you know how, how what does that actually even mean? Mm. And so I started telling them these beings because they were, they were coming. Like you said before, I wasn't hearing any voices. I don't hear people talking. No. No. It was more about them saying, and you know, some sort of a mind to mind thing. We want to work. Yes. You know, I told them to go away and never come back. Yeah, I said, don't ever, don't ever come back. I don't want anything to do with you. Um, and for six weeks, they, they, they just kept coming back. Oh. Yeah, no, well, that's okay. That's I mean, you know, we, if you're experiencing yourself in the human experience, then, then that's what it is. But, of course, uh, I then got them to sort of like uh, basically sign a, a, a consciousness contract that said that yes. they're going to basically work in a specific way mm. with integrity uh, so that I didn't, I'd sort of been seeing and reading in, on the internet other people having all these problems. This was many, many years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I thought, I, I just don't, I'm just not going to go there. I don't want to do that. Mm. I don't, I don't yeah. want to be in that space. Yeah, you want to know what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And of course, yeah, now, that makes sense. We've got a situation now where, with disclosure, we've got thousands, millions of people. About thirty percent of the human populations are hybrids. But the thing is, oh. there's there's you know like a lot of different races that are incarnated mm. in, yeah. in yeah. human forms. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when yeah. I've been on craft as my true self as a Zeta, I've I've just been observing, but you've actually been working. Judith. Working, yes, yes, yes. Do you remember what you I, were doing? Oh, look, yes. Well, there was that um, time that I, remember I had to remove an implant from inside the head of a human man. Um, and when I, when I walked into the room, as I, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, mm. I walked into the clinic and um, he was lying on the bed, pretty well paralysed, but he was able to move his eyes. And mm. he, he, of course, must have heard me coming in and he turned to me and the look of horror on his face was just beyond words and I felt quite upset because we had him up on the ship quite a few times but I also knew that he had had some interference down here and this was why we were having to remove this implant it was an implant put in by the negative group down here yeah. and um, so we just had a zonky mouth because you know, I didn't want him to have a heart attack or something and I was working with two others at his head and I can remember my like, long, thin, grey fingers going right down inside from the top of his head and um, removing this implant. Mm. And the memory that, that I woke up with the next morning was that I'd cut a wire or something, but I know I hadn't. I'd, just, I'd done something to, to you know, get, get it loose so that we could take it out. And I can remember clearly pulling it up out of his head and holding it up and saying to the others, oh, that's good, we've got it out, he should be safe now. Mm. And the funny thing was, he had a very distinctive um, beard and moustache. And I remember thinking to myself as I was working on him, because I was standing looking down on him, and mm. I was thinking to myself, gee, if I ever see you down on earth, I'm going to recognise you. Mm. 
Mm. Um, and this actually happened. You did. You actually recognised him. I recognised him. Yes. <laughs> ne never said a word. Hi. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just going to say, like, um, it's really interesting. You say that you felt the horror at him going Ugh, at you, and you know, yeah. and you're, to, you're you're completely away. You're trying to help, but he doesn't get that. Because I, I've, yeah. I've been on the other end of that as a mm. time, as a human yeah. on craft, having an implant removed by the, yeah. the abductor race, by the Zetas that we work with. I, I remember absolutely, I remember coming around, you know, on the table, whatever, absolutely freaking out, smacking into a piece of equipment, whacking it. And, a, and this Zeta at the end of the bed was just looking at me like, although there was actually no, there was no expression and no words. I could yeah. tell that they were completely confused by my reaction because, of course, yeah, yeah. they're trying to help. I, I deep down, yeah, yeah. deep down, I yeah. knew they were trying to help, but they were instinctually. I there was just no way I was going to be laying on that bed. Yeah, yeah. What it is is like a physiological reaction with the human body. I think that's what it is. I remember oh, well, I this... fell off the bed and tried to run out, and oof, then that's it. That's oh, the last thing I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with this fellow, I was telepathically just about shouting at him, well, calm down, I'm not going to hurt you. you know, we're, we're only going to help you. And, and just could not get through. I could see he wasn't, it wasn't registering. It was like he had this cocoon of fear around him, yeah. and I could not get through. It's not only on craft, though. Like, so <laughs> I've been down yeah. on planet in... Um, in the facilities, in the cavernous facilities. Mm. And one of the places that I normally go for a walk um, <laughs> is to the vegetation growing place and it's where all the, all the um, nutrients uh, are made mm. and all the storage okay. uh, facilities and everything. And I've spent, I mean, hours and hours there. Uh, and, and the reason is because it's very quiet. Um, it's really nice amongst all of the vegetation. Oh, would be. And it's also, there's a viewing portal and it's this big square viewing platform where you can view the planet and you can see all the, all the mountainous structures and all the, all the blue, um, I'm not sure even what sort of substance it would be that's integrated into all of the, the mountainous material. It's almost like material. glass. Yeah, it's like it's glass not... because the... It's like glass slag. It's yeah, like. the it's reptilians like that actually nuked the planet, which was yeah. a problem. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you can only see the elliptical orbit of the star that provides light for that specific planet. Mm. So I spent yeah. a lot of time there doing that. Yeah, look, um, on craft, probably not so much more of, as an observer. I, I observe the, yeah. other, the other beings. Mm. Um, I don't ever interact with them in a way where I would say to them, oh, tell me what you're doing or show me what you're doing because they're yeah. always so focused mm. in what they're doing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about, what about yeah. you? Me, um, I was just recalling, um, we did some healings um, down in Sydney a couple of years ago. We facilitated the healings. We didn't do the healings, get that right. Um, and so Paul was in trance, <clears throat> I was in trance, and we had two people on healing couches and the Zetas came in and did what they need to do. Now, on this particular, we had 10 people come in in quite quick succession and for this particular person, I remember um, 
they took them on board craft there was a craft above and that sounds crazy but up we all went and uh, I remember standing back just observing the person the human being fixed up and um, as I was stood there I noticed my own arm wasn't human anymore and that's fine and I just I've just remembered seeing this little white Zeta, I know, it was about five foot tall. And there was an absolute sense of recognition that I knew this Zeta. And he, yeah. they, they, they walked around the person and came up to me. And I just remember in a very human way, stretching my arm out to their face just to put my hands gently on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah, just suddenly yeah. remembered that as you were talking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can actually <laughs> remember, well, I went, I'm consciously aware of being very tactile up there. The Zetas I work with are very touchy, you know, mm. hugging and touching and very, um, how can I say, you know, a lot of emotional feeling, but not emotion as we understand it down here, mm. but a massive depth of emotion and a real connection with them. What do you think of this theory? There's a hypothesis um, that's been floating around. Gary Nolan was talking about it to um, somebody on Fox and it's that uh, there's a, a hypothesis from a lot of different people that the beings that are uh, being seen on this planet are not the actual real beings, that yeah. the greys or whatever are just a, um, a form that's being created so that whoever the ET are, that they are interacting with humans in that form as an intermediary process. Yes. Yeah, so yes, I yes, I, I sort of bring this up in my book, Extraterrestrial Presence on Earth, um, that that grey form was actually created like a sort of a spacesuit. Um, I, I I think that both cases that the Zetas have that form, but this spacesuit, for want of a better word, is modelled on the Zeta form mm. because it was originally insectoid and it's very, very perfect for space travel as opposed to a mammalian body like we have down here. Mm. So I, I think that you have the two cases. You have the Zeta people who are, it's, it's their genuine form, but there are these forms that have also been created that others can use. See, what I've noticed is um, I've probably got a different take on it, but that's fine. It's still sort of similar is um, the Zetas actually, what they do is to take some of their own DNA and then they yeah. have a biological container. Mm. You, you call yes. it a spacesuit, that's all. Yes. And then yes. populate the craft with those, with those containers, they call them. Yep. And then yep. they send the craft off, which is sentient, to a specific mm. location. When the craft arrives, the Zetas then move their consciousness to the containers yes. and then they yes. perform that function. Mm. Yep. So that, yep. that's the technical aspect of how it works. Now, when a lot of people yep. are, are viewing these beings, they're going, oh, they're just, you know, puppets or they're this dolls. or dolls. Yeah, they're robots, robots. Yeah. So think about it. If I offered yep. you or Cyan the chance to uh, fly somewhere and I said, look, you've got a choice. You can either just stay at home and chill out or you can actually go and be stuck in stasis for six months, <laughs> you probably would go, you know, I'm just going to stay home and when the craft arrives, <laughs> it's going yeah. and I'll be yep. there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yes, I love that term container. I use that. I'm just saying spacesuit because that's what people down here understand. Yeah. But, but yeah, I always refer to, the, to them as containers. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I agree. They do as that. well. They call it a container. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, people, yeah, I know. People, the human body yeah. a container. Yeah, even the human. Container, yeah, it is. That, that, you know, like an yeah, whether, whether the container is biological or whether it's semi-biological or, you know, partly artificial or what. And I, I'll tell you something that I always mention, and I think I've mentioned this in my extraterrestrial presence on this book, um, that movie Avatar was a very, very good example of it. Yeah. With absolutely. the human man's consciousness being shifted into the ET container. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, very, go very good. Gary Nolan's hypothesis about, you know, beings not uh, being truly represented as to who they are. He's, you know, but there's also the, um, the fact that we know that the Zetas use uh, projections, you know, so that... Um, so do other races, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so do other races. But, you know, to be, to be less uh, threatening when they do visit. So hence, you've probably yeah. had puppets, I've had rabbits, people get clowned owls, yeah. Yeah. all sorts of things. Uh, yep. Yeah, I had an owl once. Yeah. An owl, an owl visiting me for three days. Yeah. And yeah, and then we also <laughs> hear of um, people talking about seeing greys, but they've got hair, you know, and things like that. And I wonder quite often if that's just, again, the one of, one of the grey races just it's, trying to be less, to, to be more human. To yes, yes. I mean, they're not but silly. It's <laughs> like you're introducing yourself to somebody that's, you know, will be terrified. Yeah. You're going, and you've got the capacity to technologically yeah. change the way that they can view you. Yeah. You're going to do that. But what happens with, say, the reptilians is mm. <clears throat> they actually project a grey face. A, a grey face. And if you look at them long enough, this happened to us last week. Yeah. Uh, they can't hold it. They can't hold that form, and next thing you can actually see the entity behind it. So right, 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 right. Just going back to this hair on the head, um, I apparently have done that on occasions. When I was helping out the daughter of my co-author, Helene Kay, she used to see me up on the ship all the time. And because mm. she knew me down here, she was terrified. But because she knew me down here, it was like I was her mentor up there, and I always had my hair on. So a grey face, but the long hair and a plait. Oh, so she could. <laughs> no, I've done that. That's pretty yeah. funny. And, and by by me doing that, she knew it was me because yeah. she used to say, "Oh, but they all look, look alike. I can't tell the difference between them." But she said, "I always know it's you because you've got your hair on." Okay, but when she wasn't there, did you have hair on? No. No, just it was just for her. There you go. For her benefit. It's yep. just a projection. It's absolutely. Yeah, just a projection. Yeah, yeah. And I, apparently, I've done it for other people because I've had other people say the same. Or you came to me in your grey form, and I knew it was you because you had your hair on. And did the they, they people say that that helped them control yes. horrendous fear, knowing? Yes. Fear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I've had that, that said so many times. If you hadn't had your hair on, I would have been terrified, but I knew it was just you. <laughs> oh, there you go. Have you ever seen any other beings on the, on the craft, apart from Zeta? I'm just trying to think. Yes, I think I've seen some of the more human-looking ones. Um, I, it, it just, I, I've always felt so close with the Zetas and the Greys, I sort of don't even register the other ones, but I know that we work together mm -hmm. because I can remember on one occasion being up on the ship when we were having a meeting and there was a whole lot of different ones and I was trying to avoid being picked and I was hiding behind a couple of tall Fabian people. <laughs> so I've, I've been in a situation where I was on craft and the Council of Nine were there 
And the council mm. of nine worked with uh, the Skull Group, with Robin Foy. So you, if you have seen other beings, that could have been like a council <coughs> situation as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about beings being grown in tubes? Come again? <laughs> <laughs> beings being grown or maturated in, in glass tubes. Oh, um, look, I've heard about it from others, but I haven't actually seen them myself, not that I remember. Yeah, I, I have See, seen. I mean, we, we've got to take into consideration that our human brain down here can only process so much because we've only got about 10% okay. of our potential conscious awareness. So um, I, I'm very aware of that, that when I'm up there, I know a hell of a lot more than I do when I'm down here. Yeah. A lot as of you people, wake up, you lose it. A lot of people report seeing the containers, that's all. Yeah, <clears> and yeah, yeah. the thing is, is that often they're just a representation of things that people um, don't understand. So they're seeing something, yeah. but they're, they're yeah. seeing something else. That's the thing. <clears throat> yeah. I've also seen a maturation chamber that was yeah. like, um, shaped like a donut. <laughs> right. Cats are aliens, by the way. I think it's and um, <laughs> what happened was um, they were actually creating a brand new hybrid race as a singular entity using this new technology that they developed uh, uh -huh. using, using some human uh, technology mm. and some extraterrestrial yeah. DNA as well. And yeah. it's a very interesting process. Um, so, you know, rather than just um, having performed just one function uh, with, the, with the race, I've been able to go and look at all the technologies, go down to the vegetation growing area, um, mm. sort of beyond craft, I've taken cyan on craft as well, and we've, right. we've, we've examined the planet together, and we can talk to each other on craft as well. Yeah. And then, Have you taken the cat with you? It's not our cat. It's, it's <laughs> oh. But uh, you can definitely come next time. Um, yeah, we've, we've had a, quite a few experiences on board together, mm. and the good thing about that is you can say, Hey, did you see A, B, and C? And Paul go, yes, yes. I did see that. And yeah. Paul yes. goes, did you yes. see this? I'm like, oh my god, I did literally see that, you know. And yes, it's so lovely that when you get that confirmation, happens. isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've had that too. Yeah, really nice. yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's quite often you, you you sort of you start to doubt yourself. You know, it's like, did I really? Did I really see that? Did I, did I actually <laughs> see that? You know, because when you say it out loud, it it all just sounds a bit crazy, doesn't it? But then when you've got it does, yeah. to be able to describe yeah. to you exactly what you saw, it's like, mm. yes, I did. Yes. I'm all yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, yeah. it's, it's probably more complicated. I think that because they're able to overlay, we call them um, a class E construct. No, the cons class D, class D construct mm -hmm. into your mm -hmm. physical environment. You can actually believe that you're actually on craft, but actually you're still sitting inside your house. So you could be sitting... Or the other way around. Yeah, you can be sitting in your chair, in your lounge room, and believe and be interacting with them on yeah. craft. Yeah. You're still sitting there and somebody next to you is watching TV and you're yeah. sitting there totally not with it. Or you could be bilocated. Yeah, you can you do can that. You can be in two places at the same time. You can be in two places. That, we've had that. 
a good few times. Yeah, we? we've also had people report to us uh, in regards to sort of being in a chair and also being on craft, but not bilocated as well. So I think the Very technology is so sophisticated that if anyone was trying to work out the phenomenon, you know, yeah. page one through to page 1,000, they may yeah. find that it's probably impossible. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. as you said before, you can wear hair or not wear hair. Well, if yeah. you're able to even just do that or if they're able to just do that, then think about what else they could do and what else. So for me, I challenge that reality all of the time yeah. with them. You're uh -huh, showing yeah. me this, but what are you really showing me? And I, yeah. they have to yeah. know that it's an experiment. They want to know if we can work out the difference. That's the difference for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We uh, ended up getting up all of our books on Amazon, just like you do as well. Uh, yeah. Finally, it's taken years to get them up there in for some reason. Battle. Yeah, in a battle. <laughs> well, good, good on you. Good on you. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it just opens up a whole, you know, new field of people being able to access them. I remember um, mm. we were talking about other beings before on, on craft. Mm. Yeah. I actually met a plant being on craft. Oh, yes. And this yes. being yes. was only about this high. Yeah. And I saw it coming down a corridor. So the structure of craft can be different for each person depending on your perception of, of what you mm. allow yourself to see. That's the first thing. Yeah. And this I was in the corridor and I was walking towards the central part of, of the craft and this mm. little plant being came down, floated, and I looked down and I got down on my hands and knees and then laid on my, laid on my side yeah. and then started communicating with this plant and the way that this plant actually was able to pass information over was on a cosmic level it was just wow. stunning and yeah. um it, what happened was i no longer had my mind i had the plant's mind yeah, yeah. So I wasn't trying to understand the concepts according to my mind. You saw that. I yeah. was given the plant's mind so that we could interact with each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a real oneness brought, yeah, being brought into yeah, oneness yeah. with it. Yeah. it was stunning. How lovely. It was stunning. Yeah. yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've actually heard they play quite an important role on the ships. Oh, the plants? plants. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that what a lot of people don't realise is, um, I know that people think that a lot of the Zetas came from insectoid races and these sorts of things, but the, the actual, um, because there's 63 races to the species, we've found out that specifically some of the races actually develop from plants. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me in the least. And so... We've been very lucky because we've come across, is it four, four different races now? Seven, actually. Oh, sorry, seven. That we've been able yeah. to interact with each of them and each race interacts yeah. very, very differently. Mm. So people go that they interact with the greys, but the thing is, is that there's a specific race that they come from that performs yeah. a specific function. Yeah. It's yeah. really yeah. helpful, actually. You know, when you're working with a lot of people and you're, you know, I've been visited by the greys. Okay, well, describe to yeah. us what went on. It's yeah. actually starting to yeah. really help narrow down which one of the races it, 
it actually is. Um, yeah. They all use technology in a different way. They're, the way they carry out their procedures is, is, is quite different. Um, yeah, it's been really interesting. Mm. Really. Yeah, that's right. People <laughs> don't realise that. They think they just lump all the greys into one, but they don't realise there are many, many, many. Yeah. And they're not all Zetas, they're from other parts of the universe. Multiverse. If you're humans, you know, like imagine you said, oh, well, all humans are the same. That's not true. No, that's well, right. Exactly. Are true. There's all different exactly. cultures, policies, you know, politics, exactly. protocols, yeah. all these things. And so yeah. if we understand that, because people go, oh, I'm, you know, I'm being abducted by the greys. Well, okay, what what race of the greys are you being abducted by? Mm. Because now, of course, they're part of pop culture, and they're, you know, they're an icon for a specific race, mm. and people yeah. just lump them all together, mm. and then yeah. come up with these hypotheses in regards to it, such as the ones that, you know, they've just created some sort of container, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and of course. People then go, and I'm not sure if you've seen it, but people have tried to draw them, and there's so many different faces. Mm. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Only once you start yeah. actually talking to them or actually interacting with them that you realise, man, this, this race is so different than the other races. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think the other thing is people like to label them, oh, they're from such and such a planet, but they're not all from planets. Some of them are from different dimensions and, you know, all over. Yeah. You can't just That's the same, as, just the same as humans, isn't it? We're, we're, yeah, you know, Before exactly. humans existed, where did they come from? Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? So yeah. not everything's three-dimensional space, not everything's... Uh, yeah. you know, sort of interdimensional or dimensional spaces, these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 I think it's actually um, so complicated that it's probably pretty difficult to understand in a three-dimensional form. You, yeah. We can have a rudimentary understanding of what's going on, yeah. but, but we probably have a better understanding when we're in a natural state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's natural for sure. state, It's all just normal. You just have an yeah. understanding of that. Mm. Yeah. Whereas the yeah. human filter, it just puts too many things mm. in the way, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's for sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And do either of you two do any teaching up there? Teaching. Uh, yes, actually, uh, I do. But um, it's based in this, uh, uh, it's a massive dome, and the dome has thousands of beings in it. And um, one of the areas that I teach is uh, portal creation, multidimensional gateways, and synthetic quantum environments. So it's pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> I haven't had any experience of that. Yet. And the thing is, is that, if that uh, works, I'm able to bring it back into the physical human form. So yeah, when we do yeah. trance work, I'm able to produce the... Um, a similar similarity or a similar type of synthetic quantum environment in the room that people the symbols on craft mm. um, I've seen um, a, a pillar like function but it's, it's sort of it's bent that comes down the structure of the craft on the inside and up the pillar are all of these different symbols right? so if you yeah. press one of the symbols it performs a specific function Right, yeah. Also get all the symbols to project themselves out, like holographic symbols out. Uh -huh. And you can combine them to perform functions as well. 
Have you ever flown a craft whilst on board? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like something that so many oh, people sort of I actually got, got sworn at, <laughs> probably in my human mind, that I actually, my teacher actually swore at me. <laughs> he was getting so frustrated with me. It was only a little craft and it was flying along like, like an energy grid. And I was freaking out because, you know, have, have either of you flown a craft? You've, done, you've had a little one. I have, but that was because I was um, having it shown to me and explained how they use the etheric rails, which you class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they uh, yeah. use the etheric rails to move yes. craft using... Yeah, and... Toroidal and... <laughs> Did you notice the amount of concentration you have to put into it? It's incredible. It is beyond words. And I was freaking out because I just couldn't. And the craft was sort of starting to wobble. And I was saying, I'm going to pull over. You know, human driving a car, I'm going to yeah. pull over. I'm going to pull over. And my, my tall grey teacher was sitting behind me. It's one of those aircrafts where you sit in the front and there's a passenger seat at the back. And so he was sort of back backseat driving. <laughs> <laughs> and he very, very sternly said to me, he, used a, a, he said, oh, we're not pulling over. Just keep your mind on it. <laughs> and, oh, we're not going to pull over. Just keep your mind on it. Yeah. He was quite stern with me. I did yeah. say to the Zetas, in human form, show me how to, to pilot a craft because everyone says that they do it. And they said, well, we're not going to give you the common narrative because I know that humans love to be shown that they're flying crafts, you know, like they're mm. craft and they're standing at the controlled whatever area and, mm. you know, they go, they said, we don't want to give you that. And I said, okay, well, what do you want to do? They go, we'll send you a drone and you learn how to fly the drone. So I actually flew the, the craft in above the house. You've got a picture of it. We've got a picture of it. Um, so... Yeah, and it was really difficult, and I thought I was going to crash it, and I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I walked away in disgust because I was such a terrible pilot. I don't ever, ever, oh, ever want no, to fly. No, no, no. It sounds. All, all you need to add to that story is a tall grey teacher behind you. Yeah. <laughs> Making. Oh, I got to pull over. I got to pull over. Pull over. I don't like driving, <laughs> let alone trying to oh. fly. Mm. spaceship. Oh. I find the idea absolutely oh. Oh. Thank you, Judy. It was lovely talking to you again and I hope we can speak with you again soon. Yes. Thank you very much, <laughs> Diane, <laughs> and also thank you, Paul. <laughs> All right. Take care.